Hey, fellow marketers, welcome to another episode of the Marketing Careers Podcast presented by themarketinghelp.co. I'm your host, Eric Harbison, co-founder of the Marketing Help. Welcome. This episode, special episode, it's going to be helping all you marketing job seekers looking for that first job, the next job. Uh, you're ready to get in the hunt uh, for your next marketing job. Plus, we've got a special, special offer you don't want to miss coming up in a couple of minutes. Now, this episode, I'll be unpacking the truth behind some of those marketing job descriptions that you see posted. Some make you scratch your head. Uh, I'm going to unpack and give you the truth behind these marketing job descriptions that you see posted. Um, So let's get a little context for this episode. So at the time of this recording, we're about to head into a Q1 period of a new year. And a Q1 period of a new year means a couple of things, right? Typically, it's the new year, new you. You know, it's 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 time when we commit to setting goals for ourselves. And for marketers, that time of year is a great time to find that next marketing role or the first marketing role. Now, your job search, you know, typically during this Q1 period will go into hyperactive mode. And what we see in Q1 typically is a couple of things, you know, are happening at that time when it comes to your marketing job search. First, when you think about a Q1, you've got all the, the, the key hiring stakeholders are now back from holiday. They're back in the office. They're ready to kick off the year, get things started. Those budgets that were talked about at the end of the year are now approved. And now they're looking to invest those into specific talent. The other thing that happens in Q1 that's kind of interesting, causes opportunities for a lot of you out there is... You know, some of those hiring managers and, you know, heads of the marketing departments are preparing for some of those team members to quit, you know, because annual review conversations will happen in Q1 and there's a good chance someone's going to be unhappy, that person's going to leave. So there's going to be gaps, there's going to be positions that need to be filled. So Q1 just seems like a good time to be conducting your job search to, you know, start that networking process. And you're going to start to see a lot of activity, recruiters connecting with you on LinkedIn. The number of applicants for those jobs are going to be skyrocketing. You know, everyone's just trying to get get theirs in Q1. And you're going to start seeing those posts in LinkedIn about congratulating and announcing that someone started a new position or from the HR teams posting about all the openings they have available. So be aware. Q1, again, a lot going on as it relates to supporting your job search. Now, when you think about it, you know, logically, right? It's the time of year where everyone's getting back into the swing of things. Year's kicking off. So even if you're just going to ramp up your networking um, as part of your job search, uh, it really is a good time to get out there and see what you can get. Um, But here's the thing. Wait, there's a challenge here. Now, when you think about that, all the supply of talent out there seeking marketing roles will increase in this Q1 time period. And you start to see, because of that, you're going to start to see all kinds of job descriptions flooding the market. Now, we know that jobs that are posted represent about 30% of the open job market. And that's a whole other podcast episode uh, for a later time. But for anything that's being shared, that's being posted, it's being, out, it's being seen by an increased supply of talent. So because of that, companies are going to employ various strategies and tactics when it comes to their job descriptions. Yes, you won't believe it, but there are varying strategies and tactics for these job descriptions, and I'm going to dive into those for you. Now, you may have seen some of the ones I'm going to cover. 
but maybe not all of them. And that's why this episode is going to be very valuable for you to prepare for your upcoming job search. Now, more context on this episode from my perspective, right? So in my career, I've hired a ton of marketers and I've worked for different types of companies, agencies, startups, technology companies. And listen, I've seen some some varying tactics employed when it comes to posting these job descriptions for marketing roles. Some are effective. Some are not effective. Some, again, have different strategies and tactics. So I want to share these with you so that you or someone that you know that's a marketer that's going to start ramping up your job search, I want to help you do it efficiently. Uh, And here's a quick side note, right? So if and when you get ghosted as part of your marketing job search, because it will happen sometimes, you're now going to be able to rest easy knowing the reason why. Because when I unpack these job description types, you'll understand, okay, that makes sense why I never heard back from that company. So the ones I'm about to review will, will, will give you some, some comfort uh, when you get ghosted by that next company. So I'm sure you come across some of these jobs, types of job posts. So here we go. Now, I want to focus in on four, four main types of marketing job posts. I want to unpack them for you, give you the truth behind them, let you know what's really happening from the other side from those posting these job posts. First one. So here's the first type. I'll call it the genuine marketing job post, right? So this is the job post that a company genuinely wants to fill. It's straightforward. It's a job description that we we love to see as job seekers, right? Because it gives us all the information that we want. There's there's nothing, you know, kind of red flags about it. It's it's pretty straightforward. A company's looking to hire a marketing professional with the right skill set, the right attitude, the right cultural fit. And what you see about these job posts is they're very meticulous and they're very transparent about the expectations of the roles. Now, again, you, you can you can agree with me here. That's not every marketing job post. Um, but this job post, the, the genuine marketing job post is the one that is, you know, it's 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 uh, resonates with you as as really, you know, here's a company that gets it. For instance, if a company is looking to hire a social media manager, the marketing job post is going to clearly state the level of experience, the responsibilities, the types of tools that one should be using, um, you know, exactly what will be done and expected of you in 30, 60, 90 days. Now, in most cases, these, these positions are um, representing an actual vacancy uh, or whether it's a net new role or backfill. And, you know, they want to see and they want to give you a chance to showcase your skills and experience. Now, listen, I say this, you know, <clears throat> knowing that it's really hard to validate the authenticity of a job post. But I think nowadays you really can tell when a company goes, you can tell they go the extra mile to be extremely personable, authentic in their job post and transparent. That's the key word here, transparent. So if you look at a job post and you see it gives you a defined application process. It tells you the actual steps that are involved. So there's no guesswork. It gives you the salary expectations. It gives you the name of the direct manager. It gives you the details and all the benefits. And it's clear cut in terms of the responsibilities. I'd say that's probably going to be a genuine marketing job post. So this is the one, first type, where if you get that sense where, wow, they're really giving me an insight where there's there's really no guesswork or questions that you have, that's the first type. This is a good one. This is the one you want to see. This is the one you want to follow up on. Uh, these are the ones you want to invest time into. So that's the first type. 
Second type. I'll call this second type of, of marketing job post uh, job description is, I'll call it the talent trap. It's the talent trap marketing job post. Um, now, what I mean by that is this is a job post that is put out there where the company has zero, they have no intention of filling this role. Now, it may sound counterintuitive, like why would a company put a job out there that they don't intend to fill? But these actual types of marketing job posts actually serve a unique purpose. Now, now, now let me d- dive in here. Why would a company do this? Well, a common scenario for this type of job post is going to be a company isn't quite ready. They don't have the budget. They want to test the waters to see what is the talent landscape for this marketing role that we think we need. Um, now, this is what's interesting is that this could be for any level. So for, for me, when I see VP, CMO, and I see these high-level types of marketing positions posted in common areas, I often wonder, because um, typically those posts, those level of marketing roles are filled through headhunters or referral networks. So if I see a high-level marketing role posted in an open job post, I wonder. Uh, but this talent trap marketing job post could be for any level. Um, and what's interesting about these is you see typically, let's say it's a social media manager and you see a job post for it in Atlanta, Philadelphia, New York, Chicago. It's the same job post in each city that tells me that they're, they're, they're fishing. They're dropping this job description in these specific markets to see what kind of talent exists. Um, so you think about a company maybe considering, let's, as an example, uh, venturing into influencer marketing. So they may put up a job post for influencer marketing specialist, even when there's no current budget for such a role. Now, again, we're ga- the company's doing this to gauge interest, identify available, interested talent that's going to help support a future budget to, to hire this uh, talent. Or, <clears throat> excuse me, it may validate that, hey, you know what? We got a ton of responses. Let's see if we can find an agency to do it for a more affordable price. But again, these companies have no intention of hiring anyone. They're putting these job posts out there to just see what the talent is. That's why I call it the talent trap marketing post. Because you're, you're applying to this or you're going to invest time into this role thinking that you're going to get a callback. And most likely you're not because that company is just going to validate, hey, here's somebody and here's someone with these credentials. And it really is a way to just validate the talent in the market. Um, now, you think about another instance of this talent trap is I've seen companies post, I've you know been part of this too, where you post the job and they see what kind of talent exists. But another scenario here is that the company has no intention of hiring someone externally, but they just do it because it's a, a way to follow the process of hiring somebody internally. A lot of big companies will typically, as, as a way to promote from within, uh, some com- companies have this uh, requirement that they need to publish a job posting publicly in order to hire somebody, promote somebody internally. I know, sounds ca- kind of crazy, but I've been a victim of this before where I've applied, um, connected with companies, interviewed, and then, oh, by the way, uh, sorry, we went with somebody internally. Um, so it's, it's, it's really an interesting tactic, but again, I stick with this as the talent trap type because you're getting interested, talented marketers to apply with no intention of hiring them. Uh, so 
you know, things to look out for to know if this is going to be a situation is take a look at the company's website. Does their about us page or culture page talk about the the opportunities of promoting from within? If that's the case, then think twice about the job postings that they have. You might be part of the talent trap marketing job post. So just, you know, you might land the interview, but the chances of securing the role are going to be usually slim. And you're most likely to be told in the rejection email, ah, we decided to go with somebody with more experience. Now, I, like I said before, I've been on both sides of this, where I've been the applicant and I've been the hiring manager, where uh, I've, I've posted this type of role, had to give the information that said, you know, great candidate, but decided to go with someone internally because this was part of our process. So sounding familiar, right? So we got two types so far. We got the genuine marketing job post. We got the talent trap marketing job post. If these are starting to sound familiar to you uh, and you've, you, you've seen them or been part of them, good. Stay tuned because we're going to cover the final. We're going to cover the final two types of marketing job posts after this short break. Hey there, are you a marketer in the fast paced, constantly changing, highly technical industry of cybersecurity? Or maybe you're a marketer that has an interest in getting involved in the cybersecurity or cyber marketing industry. If so, then you should come out to Cyber Marketing Con 2023. Now, this event is held December 10th through the 13th, 2023 in Austin, Texas, or anywhere virtually. And Cyber Marketing Con is the largest gathering of marketers in the cybersecurity industry. Now, in-person and virtual attendees can learn from peers, a vast network of both beginners and experts, and have amazing fun across this four-day event with access to sessions workshops, and ample opportunities to connect with other marketing professionals in this space. Now, this great event is produced by the Cybersecurity Marketing Society, and you can learn more about this event. Check out all the details at cybermarketingconference.com, cybermarketingconference.com. Now, sounds like a great event. Do you want to attend? Well, check this out. Just for our Marketing Careers podcast listeners, you can attend virtually or in person at a discount rate. How do we do that? How about this? Just use this promo code at checkout, MRKHELP23. That's all caps, MRKHELP23. And this will give you 10% off any paid ticket options. Now, here's another thing. In partnership with the Cybersecurity Marketing Society, we actually also have five free, totally free access passes. And these are both for virtual or in-person. And these are just for our podcast listeners. Now, do you want one of these special passes where you get completely free access to this amazing event? Well, here's how you get one. We've only got five of them. So you can either email me, eric, E-R-I-K, at themarketinghelp.co or connect with me on LinkedIn, send me a message in LinkedIn, and the pass is yours. Now, these are going to be first come, first serve. So connect with me ASAP if you want one of these five Free passes to cybermarketingconference.com. Now, you've got two options here. You can go for 10% off or you can uh, connect with me through email or LinkedIn to grab one of these five free passes to uh, cybermarketingconference.com. Now, this is going to be give you access either virtually or in person. Now, listen, what a great chance to level up your knowledge and connection uh, in the cyber marketing space. Now, learn all the details. See the great list of speakers they've got going here, all the sessions, all the workshops. Again, at cybermarketingconference.com. Check the show notes 
for that discount code that I gave you again. Or if you want one of these five free passes, email me or message me in LinkedIn um, and lock in your spot to attend the Cyber Marketing Conference today. All right, now let's get back to the episode. Okay, we talked about two uh, marketing job description types already. First was the genuine marketing job post and second was the talent trap marketing job post. Now let's cover the final two. Uh, Third type of marketing job post, I'll call it the lead gen marketing job post. Yeah, that's right, the lead gen marketing job post. Now, this one seems to be getting more popular just because of the advent and the popularity of all these job search boards and sites um, where anybody can literally post the job. And this, this job post seems innocent enough, right? Because there is a summary of the company, the responsibilities, the qualifications, the benefits. It seems like a normal job description. But what could be wrong, right? What's wrong with this type? Well, it's almost as if it's too easy. And maybe there's an easy apply button. There is a simple application. For some reason, when you go to apply for this position, you're saying to yourself, is that it? No assessment, no quiz, um, nothing more than just give me your name, your phone number, your email, and your resume link. And that's it. So if it feels simple and it feels like the company doesn't want to know too much about you other than the basics, almost like a lead generation form, right? And that's probably what it is. So the tricky part about these job descriptions is that they could they can be posted for actual real legit company. So you may research the company and see that they do exist. Uh, They have a marketing team, but the process and the information that they're collecting is now going to be shared with some of their partners, or it's going to be shared with uh, other initiatives that they're doing. Now, you know, (laughs) if the the, the job you think you're applying to, um, you may, you may never hear back, right? Because they have your information. Now, if you do hear it back and someone follows up with you, it's going to be to guess what? Get some more information about you. So they may want to dig deeper into type of experience, education, other types of lead gen information that's going to be more valuable to their partners. So they may follow up with you from a data collection sense and not necessarily from a let's have a discussion sense. So, so it feels very one way where they want to get, you know, get information from you but not give you a chance to ask questions or start a discussion, then you might be facing a lead gen marketing job post type. So beware of this job type, uh, this type of job post, excuse me. Um, But you're going to realize it once, A, you don't hear back, but B, you start getting some unsolicited emails from, you know, quote unquote, partner companies, insurance, uh, education, online courses, uh, retail apps, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So beware um, um, and just be open-minded that if it starts to feel transactional where you're giving lead gen type information, you, you, my friend, may have fallen into the trap of the lead gen marketing job post. All right, so that's the third one. Let's talk about the final one, one of my favorites. Um, <laughs> the fourth the fourth type of marketing job post, and I'll call it the unicorn hunt. The unicorn hunt marketing job post. Now, uh, this makes you pause and wonder when you see this type of job post and say, hey, wait a minute. Didn't I see this exact same job post a few months ago? And if you're saying that to yourself when you see this marketing job post, 
it might be a unicorn hunt marketing job post. Um, now, these are job posts that emerge when a company has a, a very stringent uh, process or they have high expectations and requirements for a position that, quite frankly, are unrealistic uh, for a marketing candidate. So they're building a job description that most likely is going to be impossible to fill every single one of the responsibilities, qualifications that are in the job description. Now, I can admit I'm guilty. Uh, I've published this type of job description in my career. Now, let me give you some context on that, mainly because you know the mindset that I had and many hiring managers have is why not aim high and have high expectations by looking for someone that has all the qualifications or more than what's necessary in terms of qualifications. Why not? I may find a unicorn. But what it does is it puts a lot of uh, pressure internally on the process with the hiring committee. Um, It causes unnecessary delays because we always think that there's going to be a candidate out there. And that's why you see this same job post maybe posted multiple times. You know, every three months you see this because the company is saying we couldn't find them in Q1. Let's take it down and post it another month because we feel like our unicorn is out there. Um, so what the downside to that from, from the company standpoint is if you keep your expectations so high for these unicorns, you probably lose out on some really good candidates. And, and that happened to me. You know, when I was looking for a unicorn for marketing positions, I know for a fact that I passed on candidates that would have been great in that position. But for some reason, I'm just focusing on there's got to be someone out there that can do all these things. It was a learning and, and I adjusted my process after going through that period. But be aware that if that job posting looks like it's, you know, just filled and jam packed with, you know, sometimes 25, 30 bullet points of qualifications. Yeah, that's probably a, a unicorn hunt marketing job post. Rarely are you going to find a candidate that fits every single requirement um, in those types of job posts. Um, So, you know, nine times out of 10, these job posts will come up with, you know, candidates, but not candidates that are qualified based on the expectations of the hiring team because their expectations are not realistic. And that's why this job is, this job post resurfaces every so many months. Now, um, what typically happens is, you know, a company may end up deciding to settle, quote unquote, for a good enough candidate, um, or when they realize they can't find a, a unicorn that has all these qualifications, they may end up just outsourcing, and then it leads them to finding an agency to do that sort of work. But again, the biggest, you know, the biggest thing to look for for this type of job post is I've seen these, I see these all the time. It's literally. 25, 30, 35 bullet points of what they expect this position to do. And it may not just be in one marketing channel. It's looking for the marketing coordinator that, that, that can do six different channels or the marketing director that can, quote unquote, roll up their sleeves, be strategic and execute, um, you know, run the paid search ads, run the SEO, run the display campaigns, uh, build the CRM system, right? These are unrealistic. Because nine times out of 10, this unicorn hunt job job post really should be two job posts. Um, that's usually where this ends up. So if you see these, know that, you know, if you don't get a call back, but you feel qualified, it's probably because the expectations are too high from that hiring manager. All right. 
So those are the four key types of the marketing job descriptions that you will see out there as you ramp up your job search and try to find that next role. So maybe you've seen these, maybe you've applied to these, maybe as a hiring manager, you've posted some of these, so you're guilty as I was, but now you're more knowledgeable what's out there. Now it's not going to sting as much if you don't hear back because it may be one of these job post types that you've applied to and you're not hearing back. And that's a good thing um, because some of these job posts, the intention behind them may not be aligned with your intention. So just keep these in mind and hopefully this is valuable to make you more knowledgeable as you continue your marketing job search. Now, I pose these four job description types as a challenge that's going to be faced as you ramp up your job search. But what I want to do is give you a solution. So the question may be, well, how do I know how to navigate? How do I know what to do once I find one of these job posts? How do I fix my process if I'm constantly not hearing back, but I feel like I'm a good fit? You know, there is a solution. And I talk about this all the time in many other episodes. Um, You know, applying online is one way to, quote unquote, find a job. But my advice to everybody is always going to be establishing a connection at the company, assuming the company is a fit for you, um, and increasing your visibility with those that you want to connect with. LinkedIn makes it super easy for you to get the attention of the VP of marketing, the hiring manager for that marketing position, by engaging in posts that they make, content that they publish. It's, it's very simple. Uh, on how to increase the visibility with those you want to connect with. Now, I always suggest find the hiring manager, find the talent acquisition lead, or find somebody who's in a, a peer to the role that you want. Engage with them. Send them an email. Anybody can find anyone's email nowadays. Um, participate in their webinars. You know, Get involved in their content. Start building, get this, start building a relationship with the company that you want to work for. If you come at it from an authentic standpoint, the job description won't matter. What will matter is that you have the opportunity to show them the value that you bring. Um, I always say conversations are more impactful than applications. Keep that in mind as you go through your job search. Um, because again, you know, a conversation with somebody may unlock and they may see in you that you have more experience than what's listed on your resume. Um, so next time you come across any of these marketing job post types, remember these types and a good way to solve for that is to ask probing questions when you get contacted, make sure it's not a lead gen post type, make sure it's not a unicorn job post type. So don't be afraid to ask these probing questions to the HR person or whoever contacts you to ensure you're going after an authentic, actually available marketing role. So if you have any questions about your specific marketing job search path, or you're a hiring manager looking to build and develop and hire for a marketing team, email me anytime that that you have a question or need help. And you can email me at eric, E-R-I-K, at themarketinghelp.co. So thank you for those listeners that have reached out to us consistently with your questions and updates. Always great to connect with you. And we wish all of you the best as you continue and navigate your career. And for those of you that are actively searching in the next quarter, uh, keep these tips in mind. And if you're getting value from this podcast, I hope you are, please leave a rating and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And again, this is your host, Eric Harbison, and I will catch you on the next episode.